Hi there, I'm Teresa, um, one of the interns at Front Porch, and I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, thank you for listening along for this week's worship gathering on Saturday night. Um, this quarter at our worship gatherings, we have been exploring the politics of the divine. Politics is something that happens when we bring people together, and it's central to our lives and community. We've been looking at some of the structures and systems that exist in our society, and how Jesus' teachings may suggest a different way of looking at things. This week I want to lead a discussion about failure and success, things we all experience in our lives. So earlier this week I was watching a show before bed, and there was a part of the show that made me think hard about mistakes, failures, and punishments. In the show, we've got a sports team. And I'm not going to say what show it was because I'm going to talk about a scene and I don't really want to give it away, just in case you're watching it. But sorry if you know what show I'm talking about. And one of the players on this team got suspended earlier in the season for some mistakes he made. And in this episode I watched, he got caught using steroids. But the coach decided to give him a second chance and decided not to punish him, get him in trouble, or turn him in but he allowed him an opportunity to make things right. The coach wanted him to know that he deserved that second chance, and he deserved to succeed even after this failure. I couldn't help think that if the coach had let this rule of punishment and suspension that was in place get him in trouble, it would have reinforced his failure. It would not have encouraged further success or growth. It would have sent him a message that he messed up and now it's time to suffer the consequences. So I stayed up thinking about this. Dang, punishments are bad. Let's get rid of them. But I was also thinking, are they too bad? I don't really know. When we're young, we get punished by our parents basically all day every day. And that's a way they have to teach us how to be and act appropriately. However, it's interesting to think about how punishments or rules have shaped our views on failure and success. And let's not ignore the fact that we do live in a time where there are tragedies and horrible things happening, like what happened to Ahmad Arbery recently. At a time where this is still happening, how could we say that punishment is not deserved? I watched a TED Talk given by Martha Minow, who's a law professor, and she's suggesting that forgiveness can create a more just legal system. But she does bring up this concern. She says she worries that people who are African American would be expected to forgive more often than other people. She worries that white people would get a lesser sentence or lesser punishments. But as a law professor, this causes her to also worry about the law itself. The law leans so severely towards punishment these days that it's part of the problem. She also goes on to later say that in law school, they don't even teach tools of forgiveness that are within the legal system, nor the potential for new avenues of forgiveness that law can adopt or assist. And this is pretty crazy to me. Kind of like how doctors don't seem to learn about nutrition in school. Prosecutors aren't taught 
what justice is. And we seem to be so stuck in dualistic systems where there are good guys and bad guys, rewards and punishments, sinners and followers. In some religions, even the perceptions of their gods or God seem to be that of punishment or reward. In a meditation written by Richard Rohr, he says, Almost all religion and cultures that I know of have believed in one way or another that sin and evil are to be punished and that retribution is to be demanded of the sinner in this world. For example, the ancient Jews understood that their God needed a sacrifice to atone for their wrongdoings. The Pharisees took on this role of punisher that they believed God was and essentially enacted a system based on this belief. This way of thinking has seemed to trickle down into how our systems and structures are set up today. What if, instead, we could have chances to accept responsibility while learning and rebuilding lives? Restorative justice, just like the coach did for his player in the show. A point Richard Rohr makes is that Jesus... Many mystics and other wisdom traditions, such as the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, show that sin and failure are in fact an opportunity for the transformation and enlightenment of the offender. We also see biblical examples of restorative justice in Jesus' response to the woman caught in adultery. And in the parable of the prodigal son with the father's reaction to his son's return. So let's think about this. Is punishment all bad? Could we do without punishment? I don't think so. I'm not really sure, actually. Would we be able to function as a society without punishment? Would we feel the weight of things differently if we didn't have it? I think punishment can, like I said a second ago, for sure teach us from the start how to behave in this world but it does make me question its effects on how we view failures and success, whether those are big things or small everyday things. And I've seen in my own life how different failures have played out due to different punishments. I have a couple examples for y'all. First example was my volleyball experience in high school. This was my first varsity match, um, the first match of the season. And I was a starting player for this game. And during one of the first couple of points, I messed up. And the other team got the point. A couple plays later, I messed up again. The other team got the point. And then coach decided to pull me out. And I sat on the bench for the rest of the game and basically the rest of the season. And I was so discouraged. By the end of the season, I didn't even want to go in during games anymore. This bench-warming punishment truly discouraged me, and I got so over volleyball and just didn't even enjoy it anymore. Um, The second example I have is with cooking. I love cooking and trying new recipes and sometimes just throwing things together without even thinking about um, what's going together. And a lot of the times it doesn't really turn out how I hoped or expected. Um, I'd even go so far as to call them failures. 
Um, the natural consequence or punishment that the food is that the food doesn't really taste as good as I hoped. Um, but for me, I for sure still eat it anyway. Um, I'm not very picky, so it still kind of tastes good. And my husband, Mike, he's still going to eat it too. He ain't complaining. Um, and I'll keep cooking and I'll keep trying new things. And I still love cooking, even though I don't always succeed. Number three, cheating on a math test. The first time I cheated on a test, of course I got caught. Um, but my teacher really showed me grace. Um, she let me come in during lunch and retake the test. Probably because she saw how unhelpful my cheat sheet was. I was so bad at cheating. Um, but I didn't get a punishment. And I never cheated again after that. I learned my lesson. And my fourth example was when I wanted to try out for track. Um, I wanted to try out my senior year because I still needed another semester's worth of PE credit after I stopped playing volleyball. And I was afraid that I wasn't going to run fast enough. And I wasn't going to make the time, so I wouldn't make the team. I was pretty sure I was going to fail and embarrass myself in front of the varsity girls. So I just didn't even end up trying out. I was too afraid to fail. Each of these examples from my life all played out in different ways. Some of the outcomes were negative and some of them were positive, but each one affected my view on failure. How do we view failure and success? We put so much pressure on ourselves to succeed in school, in careers, in athletics, in our relationships, etc. Do we even feel success, successful after successes? I feel like a lot of times we just keep trying to move forward and reach the next goal. We can't just sit in it. And what about the emphasis and weight we put on our failures? It seems that we equate failures as bad and successes as good. And we now have to be taught that failing is okay. And failing is part of the process. We all hear those inspiring quotes to try to teach us this. We need to fail before we can succeed. If you're not ready to fail, you're not ready to succeed. It's going to happen to all of us. We're guaranteed to fail at times. It's almost like a movement or something that I see us trying so hard to teach ourselves. It's not something we seem to naturally or instinctively understand. It's so hard for us to wrap our minds around the fact that our failures do not define us. Why is that? Why is that so hard for us to understand? On Saturday, my hopes are that we will continue discussing how our society systems affects this lens we have. Um, and I hope to see you guys there. Thank you for listening.